all right yes and i am back i am bringing a another thought of course this is Brittany simone with do you see what i see and if you don't let me show you and if you are hearing the wind in the background i am currently on a nice little walk because i like being outside i like nature and nature helps me think nature inspires a lot of thoughts and a lot of ideas and so whenever i have one that i want to share I bring it here so yes this is Brittany Simone with do you see what I see and it's definitely something that I wanted to bring here just listening to some other podcasts and some other episodes I just I had a thought and my thought was looking at how things are changing and one of the podcasts that I was listening to is under the hood by the CEO of Robin Hood and it was the most recent one with Mark Andreessen and it talked about building something new and doing something over again and how we have the incumbents being there as the blockages to innovation. And right now I really say that there's just a war, a tug of war of power. There's a tug of war of prestige. There's a tug of war of a lot of people that want to have the grasp on the intelligence and the know-how. And I know it's something that really kind of doesn't sit right with me, looking at how we have some of our icons in the financial industry saying what they have to say about this digital currency we call Bitcoin and what they're calling it, you know, rat poison. It was kind of disheartening to hear because you would think that people who have amassed these large amounts of money and who took a gamble on some very risky situations and risky technology and risky innovative thoughts back then when they started amassing their wealth and now they are looking at us like you're stupid you know so to speak so to so to speak or for lack of better words and it really just got me because it is the incumbents that we are fighting and i you know called this the mother's knows best or does she really aspect because i feel like that's the situation that we're in right now with a uh, mother knows best or father knows best. And I more say, I say more mother knows best, you know, no disrespect or offense to the feminine aspect of life. Because of course, you listen to my voice. I am female. I'm a woman. But sometimes that emotional side that we like to think that men don't show is something I think is showing up. But it's also something where we are all very emotional and we are so tied to these things that we feel like if we would just get our way, that people will listen. Look at what we did with AMC and GameStop. Look at how we have run up the prices to Bitcoin and then it comes crashing down because you have these incumbents buying up all of this stuff, taking it off the market so that there's less of it to trade, there's less of it to move. Because if you understand Bitcoin, the price of all of this digital currency goes up the more that it is circulated. We see the blockages of being able to have it put it in exchange that allows more people to offer it to be used as a currency. And it's being really downplayed big time. And so the mother knows best aspect is something that I see is hurting the innovation because we need more new things, more new technology. And it's more of a, okay, you guys need to sit down and shut up. The whole kids are meant to be seen, not heard. Because that's definitely what we're hearing and what we're seeing when we see these incumbents. It's like they're telling us, you need to be seen and not heard. Okay, that's good. You have your little play money. 
but it's not going to last because once this pandemic is over, everything can go back and you'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. And it's almost like they're leading us into a burning house, telling us that we won't get burned if we just follow them while we're watching them being burned. And them saying, it's okay, it won't last that long. And the next thing you know, everything goes up into flames. So what if we begin to see the old way completely crumble? Because it's still trying to be built on a foundation that no longer works. And, you know, I talked about the future nursing in one of my previous episodes. Well, what if we don't see vaccines become the end-all, be-all to this virus? What if it actually becomes a chip that can detect something in the body that begins to let you know through your phone when you scan your chip to check your vitals every day or just connect it to your Apple Watch? Wink, wink. (laughs) listen to a previous episode I have at the review of the Apple Watch what if it becomes something that you just connect your watch to to scan a QR code that's embedded into your body and it lets you know something's wrong your heart rate is too low like my watch is letting me know my heart rate is going up today it got up to about 79 just moving around and that's because I was doing some you know movement that cause my heart rate to go up like bending down picking stuff up which is normal the heart rate is going to go down when you bend down and you move your legs because that's the biggest muscle group of your body of course your heart rate is going to go up and so it let me know that and it gave me a little vibration to my wrist to let me know okay your heart rate's going up but you're moving it's okay like if I fall and I don't get up for after a while it's going to alert my emergency contact and you have to go back and Listen to the Apple Watch review to know how I feel about it. But what if it's not a vaccine? What if we're trying to hold on to that because the incumbents say that that's how you heal these things? I'm quite sure the vaccine for polio, when it was created, they were told was stupid. You cannot cure this. Well, inserting polio into the body and letting the body fight it off is how we have done things. You may see people insert the virus and let the body fight it off. And you may see that this happens, that this happens. But what if it's, what if the answer is not medicine? And full disclosure, I am not in the medical profession. I am not a medical doctor. So, of course, some people will say, poo-poo, you don't know what you're talking about because my doctor, blah, 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 blah. Of course, that's your opinion. But for me, it's not something that I'm looking at because it may not be the old way that it was. Because our bodies are genetically made up differently now. In our lifetime, we have more genetically modified foods than the incumbents did. They had stuff straight off the farm that, you know, the plants and the vegetables and the fruits, they grew. Or they saw or knew where they came from. Now, you can get a bucket or a crate of bananas and grapes, and you really don't know where it came from. Because it can say it came from Madrid, just throwing out a name. But truth be told, it might not have. It just might be given to us as that belief because that's where we know it comes from like the United States does not we import our bananas but who's to say that these bananas that which I love I am a I love bananas bananas are my favorite thing to eat on a regular basis because of the high potassium content and the potassium is needed for blood sugar and blood pressure but who's to say that this banana was not created in a lab somewhere a warehouse somewhere Because you're not having farm-raised and, you know, field-created or raised chickens and fruits and stuff. So who's to say 
that the normal way that we do medicine will be able to trace this genetic you know modification in our body from a fruit that we thought we were supposed to have see these grapes are great but how is it grown if it doesn't have a seed because if you look at life even as human life we are created by a seed you look at the paper you have it was created by a seed how because the tree that created that paper was created by a seed so what will it look like when the incumbents begin to be set down and put in a timeout, so to speak? Because I feel like sometimes our incumbents need to be in a timeout because they're up there yelling and ranting and raving like little children, saying, listen to me, I want you to listen to me. I know what I'm doing, listen to me, when we're saying yes. But what's the wisdom on how to develop a strategy? Because your old way of eating oatmeal every day is not going to work for the lifestyle now because oatmeal has a lot of sugar and we're going to need to not be sitting down in the house eating nothing but sugar all day because we're not moving and there was another podcast that I listened to earlier today about how when you sit down the waist expands five to seven percent and it's not something I thought about but think about it if you're just sitting there eating that that five to seven percent will quickly turn to ten and seventeen because all the chips you're eating. And what if NyQuil doesn't work for a stuffy nose anymore? Because our immune systems are genetically being modified and built differently for a different time. As an African-American woman, it was easy for me to eat all those fattening things when, let's be honest, we were in slavery because we were constantly working. And we turned that food into energy, being not in the fields. But now... Having the bacon, eggs, grits, and biscuits, and turkey, and gravy, all that stuff is not going to work because I'm sitting at my table all day. That's just asking for a heart attack. So what happens when the incumbents sit down and mother knows best becomes mommy is listening. What do you need help with? Because a lot of times we see these incumbents trying to just tell us what to do, and they don't want to actually listen to the questions that we have. I even see this in the fashion industry, which is an industry I love and want to get into. We're seeing a lot of the atelier's and that science and that technique die, not because it's not there anymore, but because they don't want to show us how to do it or they're contracting not to show us how to do it. You have some intricate hand working and hand stitching that's not passed down because the woman who created it can't come off that sewing machine or come from behind the sewing table because she's contracted to be there for 12 hours to work on this gown. It's going to take two days to hand sew. So when does she have time? And then if she does, she's going to lose all the money that she has for her livelihood. And it may take less time to build that wealth because she's used to having $12,000 a month to live. And now she has to go to a tenth of that to sit here and teach 12 students on how to do that intricate hand working with lacing and beading and draping and darting. So what happens when we see these incumbents who sit down? What will be left? Automation. And can we see the mother knows best situation or listen to what your father says because he knows? Can we see that moving to a 
move into a space where businesses no longer want the human interaction because it's cheaper with automation. Why? Automation is not going to question or challenge. I don't want to sit here at this table for 12 hours. Why? Because computers can only do what you tell them to. What if you find that once all of this is over and people are saying, okay, I'm tired of being on unemployment, I'm tired of being on government labor, they're saying, okay, I want to work, and they're saying, well, we don't have anywhere for you. What about in that chair? Well, you don't see it, but that chair is actually doing the job. Because that robot can stand on his feet for months and not even need a recharge. Whereas with humans, we need to refuel because we can only live off so many calories a day, and without them, we're history. Literally. So what happens when the incumbents begin to realize they messed up? Or to look at it from a different perspective. What happens when some of the incumbents realize they fucked up? And it's too late. To where now their grandchildren aren't going to know what labor is because the labor is getting ready to be redefined as not physical labor but automated labor artificial intelligence labor robotic labor mechanical labor so what happens when the incumbents begin to realize trying to make everything go the way that it was and thinking that COVID is just another variation of the flu where you can just create a vaccine similar and everything will be all right. And it's not. So what happens when the whole mother knows best and the incumbents begin to realize we fucked up? What will be redefined? Because at the end of the day, everyone may think that the old way of creating and eradicating this virus is a vaccine. But what if it's not? What if it's a completely different change in how our life is and how we begin to interact with one another that begins to change and make a difference? What if that's what the world becomes? What if it's not the vaccine that you put in your arm, but that sweet potato pie or cream cheese danish that you just put in your mouth? which makes a difference. Well, I can keep going on and on and on. There's going to be another episode that I have. with something else that I just thought of just sitting here thinking about it. And you can definitely look forward to that episode as well. And so, yes, what happens when the incumbent sit down and the mother knows best begins to realize that we fucked up. We were ushering you into this burning house Believing that just draping your clothes in water, you'll get through it unharmed. When in actuality, you should have just avoided the damn house in the first place. And let the new technology of fire hoses <laughs> put the fire out. Because believe it or not, there are people who don't even know that that is considered to be a new technology. Because once upon a time, it was just buckets. So... Look at the variation of technology and how it has to grown over the years. And look at the drastic things that caused it. And so this is Brittany Simone with 
Do you see what I see? And if you don't, let me show you. <laughs>